Welcome to Advancing Our Church, a podcast about Catholic stewardship, leadership, and advancement. I'm Jim Friend, and before we get started, I just want to take a moment to thank our sponsor, Changing Our World. If you're in charge of fundraising for a Catholic organization and you're looking to make a significant impact, Changing Our World can help. Their expert team provides customized services to help Catholic organizations radically connect with new and existing donors. So whether you're looking to start a new fundraising campaign or if you want to improve an existing one, Changing Our World can offer the guidance and support you need to achieve your fundraising goals. Just visit changingourworld.com today to learn more and check out the link to their website in the show notes of this episode. And now, let's get to work. Well, welcome, everybody. Welcome back to Advancing Our Church. I'm Jim Friend. I'm so pleased to have you all with us today. Today, we're going to be talking about growing Catholic school support through enrollment, but also through business analytics using advanced database software. And I have uh, invited Father John Belmonte, the Superintendent of Catholic Education for the Diocese of Venice, and Father Jeff Putoff, the Strategic Consultant for the Diocese of Venice. And Je Father Jeff's uh, role is growing tax credits, working on nonprofit strategy and donor outreach. And I'm so pleased to have you both here today to talk about uh, the wonderful growth that you are experiencing in Catholic education and in enrollment in Catholic schools in the Diocese of Venice. And so welcome to you both. Thank you, Jim. Thanks. Nice to be here. Uh, why don't we start with uh, with Father Belmonte? Why don't you, if you could just offer us a little bit, how long have you been in your role? And uh, tell us a little bit about the, the Catholic school office in the Diocese of Venice. Yeah. So I'm uh, beginning my fourth year as superintendent of Catholic education in the Venice Diocese, Southwest Florida. Uh, we have uh, 15 schools. We're at about uh, 6,200 students. Uh, when I began here uh, four years ago, uh, just as the pandemic was hitting, uh, we were at about 4,400 students. And so over the past uh, three years, we've seen uh, double-digit growth in our schools every year. Uh, we've seen, uh, you know, surge in enrollment uh, connected to, related to the uh, demographic surge in Southwest Florida. Um, and so we've, um, you know, kind of capitalized on a, a lot of things and a lot of the resources that are here in Southwest Florida and Florida in general. Um, and uh, been, uh, you know, quite blessed in, in our work together as, uh, uh, you know, money to build schools in uh, in Southwest Florida. Excellent. Thank you, Father. I appreciate that. And uh, and nobody can beat the weather, of course, and working <laughs> in the Diocese of Venice. That's wonderful. Father Jeff, tell us a little bit about your role as a strategic consultant. And I know you work for more than uh, than just the Diocese of Venice. You serve a couple of different dioceses. Sure. Um, I got involved in this work about five, six years ago when Father John was actually the superintendent in the Diocese of Joliet. He asked me uh, um, if I would be willing to come up and help him with the tax credit work there, this raising funds for the tax credit scholarships there. So we kicked off a partnership there that's, uh, that has um, been very successful. John, uh, Father John moved down to Venice and then asked me to come down and help uh, with the tax credits there. They're different vehicles, as we'll talk about. So um, my, sort of my shtick is about data and using data to do outreach, to let people know about our schools, but also how we, uh, we relate and interact with our parents. So that the software that we use allows us to be very familiar, 
personable, to have sort of immediate responses through texts, and we're able to be inviting and create a welcoming environment for the school, and also to let people imagine that they can be a part of a Catholic education. Uh, one of our sort of magic tactics we use is we've digitized the scripture or the sacramental information in the diocese. So we use all the baptismal records, the first communion records, confirmation records as a means of outreach to our families to connect them to Catholic schools. It's been highly successful. That's tremendous. And why not? The data is available. If we can put it in a more usable form, especially with today's technology, that makes a lot of sense. That's that's great, Father. Well, Father Belmonte, why don't we start uh, with, um, I, as I understand it, you've had several years of growth in the Diocese of Venice, and I'm sure that's been a comprehensive effort by all of the schools within the diocese. But maybe we could start with kind of how did you, what did you start doing differently as superintendent of schools in the Diocese of Venice to, to begin uh, growing engagement and, and thus growing some enrollment? Well, as uh, Father Jeff said, um, you know, I came down to the Diocese of Venice with experience from uh, the Joliet Diocese. Um, and so we kind of shifted the focus a little bit of Father Jeff's work from working with potential donors to working with potential Catholic school families. So same idea. Uh, in some ways, it's really a, a sales job and you're doing, um, you know, sales pitches for uh, Catholic school families. And so, um, so uh, Father Jeff is uh, very successful, very skillful and, uh, and really relentless with these things. And so um, I knew I, I had the right guy. We've known each other literally since we started in the Society of Jesus. So we're really classmates. And so we've known each other uh, way back when, when I had some hair and he had more hair. So, um, so anyway, uh, so we've known each other a long time. Uh, so it's a lot of fun to work together. Um, and so, you know, what we did here was uh, the Bishop of the diocese, Bishop Duane, uh, in a previous year had put all of the parishes on a software platform called Parishsoft. And so all of the sacramental records that Father Jeff is talking about were really already put in place by Bishop Duane. So I went to Bishop and I said, you know, I'd really like to utilize that data uh, with Father Jeff to organize it so that we can communicate directly to parents who um, may be interested in Catholic education. And so we went, you know, with the sacramental data uh, five years back with baptism, five years back with First Communion, five years back with confirmation. And so uh, people who weren't in our Catholic schools, we could, uh, with the database, uh, start to see who those people were. And then Father Jeff kind of took over from there and uh, he, he used the platform that he's developed. He's really an expert in it. I'll let him talk about that. Um, but, uh, but really kind of starting with the support of the Bishop of the diocese who said, you know, when we, um, when we put all the parishes on this database, one of the things that I wanted to do is to be able to use it for these purposes. And so uh, it really played uh, right into what uh, Bishop wanted to do. So we, uh, we set it up and, uh, you know, what we're able to do, and Father Jeff can give, uh, you know, very good examples of all this, is really go directly onto the cell phones of the decision makers in the Catholic, in the potential Catholic school families. And so generally speaking, that's the moms. 
And so uh, rather than doing traditional marketing, Facebook, uh, social media, uh, instead we're able to go directly onto uh, the cell phones of the uh, decision makers and propose to them uh, the possibility of uh, Catholic education. Um, and so uh, that has worked extremely well. It's one part of the overall effort in enrollment because as you um, probably know, you know, each school has uh, enrollment manager, has the principal, has office staff to help with all of these things. And so, um, you know, one of the things that we've set up is one aspect of, uh, of all of that, but you also have um, all of our admissions people and our principals um, and our teachers really also promoting um, Catholic schools around the diocese. So it, it really is a group effort, um, you know, quite honestly. So, um, so anyway, that's a little bit of a, of a 30,000 foot view. Um, Father Jeff can talk you know, uh, more specifically about, um, uh, you know, kind of how he set this up and uh, the process that it took, which is uh, quite innovative and, um, and like we've said, has been very effective. Yeah, please do, Father Jeff, but tell us a bit about more the platform and how you've been able to set this up. Yeah, so what's, what's most important is being able to take the data and make it actionable so that we can actually talk to families, potential families, about the value of a Catholic education. And as John said, my job is really an out, outside salesperson. I get people to the school, the school closes the deal. And in lots of our schools, they're excellent about closing the deal, but they might be limited in resources about how they are outside sales. Lots of times people are splitting admissions or communications, assistant principals. So there's, there's a kind of a split energy. My focus is totally on being outside and by utilizing the software Salesforce, we're able to leverage all of our schools and in a sense create one large campaign that's individual for each school. Um, that's very exciting. So John talked about the sacramental data. So we made that, um, we had to clean that up. We had to get it, we had to put it. But there's also other silos of data in our diocese, religious education data, data that flows in to the school, say across the secretary's desk at a front door, uh, data that's called flock notes that par uh, parishes will use to communicate. And so we really tried to create a system where we can take all that data, put it together, and then reach out to all the different families moms, dads that we're in touch with. And we have different places where we touch people, right? So that's the first thing. The second thing is then creating some analytics so that I can track who is actually responding to the messages. So I can follow up with people who show interest, right? Um, we've created business processes so that if somebody texts us, our preferred method of communication is text. So when someone texts us, we respond immediately. And then we have methods so that we can get someone a tour. We can get someone into the scholarship funnel. We can find a school for them. Lots, as John's, Father John said, lots of people are moving to Southwest Florida and they land in Fort Myers, Naples, Port Charlotte. And they're like, what's the Catholic school near me? Or I looked online and I'm not sure. This is just a real easy means to do some selling and um, immediate selling to the parent, right? So I'll say there are a lot of uh, you know great stories that Father Jeff can tell about people 
being surprised that we're we have this kind of access and are meeting them really where they are right uh and so um you know being able to literally go onto their cell phone with a text message or an email has you know people responding with uh, responses back like i can't believe the catholic church is actually texting me about this right and so some of the novelty of it uh, is also, I think, uh, helpful and part of the um, attraction of it is that we really are meeting people where they are um, as adults, um, even as millennials uh, today, uh, and speaking in a language and using a format which is very um, familiar to them. And, and I think they've appreciated it, and it does give us kind of the immediacy of, uh, of doing this, which has, as I've said, gotten the results that we're looking for. Right, and to, and to piggyback on what Father John is saying, we're not only on someone's phone, but we, we're responsive. So I think this is the real difference is that we're not just blasting out information, but we're actually responding to parents' concerns, their inquiries, their questions, and we're building a relationship with them from the get-go. First with me, but then as I pass it to the school. So we have a number of our schools that are also in the platform. And the amount of times that I've talked to, say, admissions person in a school and say, hey, have you heard from Father John? Oh, no, I've emailed him. I can't get a hold of him. And then I'll say, well, let's text him. And we almost literally hear back from Father John while we're having our conversation, right? So it's just about not everybody is so text friendly, some prefer email, and we can adjust to that. But the point is being able to show our approach to you, this responsive approach, is the approach that the approach that you're going to have in our schools with the education for your child, a very familiar, a very friendly, a helpful, right, caring approach. Yeah, I think that's, that's, what, that's the real difference. So lots of people text, um, but we do it with a way to help people care for their child. So the, the word I would add, which is uh, one of Father Jeff's favorite words, is relationship, because you're, you're establishing a relationship with a future and potential Catholic school family that may or may not have already been there. And then by being so responsive, uh, that relationship is, uh, is there to grow. And so in many ways, my part of this whole process is very easy because as a former baseball pitcher, I just lob in uh, the, the strikes into the strike zone and then Father Jeff hits him out of the park. Uh, and so he's, he's out there um, as the um, first person that they're interacting with. Uh, and it does help to have not only him, but also uh, a priest uh, be communicating with, uh, with people about this. And so, you know, the different aspects of this that, uh, that have, I think, contributed to making it, you know, very successful. Yeah, there's, there's lots of wonderful little antidotal stories. The, the person who, you know, shows interest, and then when I show welcome back, they're like, I can't believe this. I'm divorced. I didn't think that I could go to a Catholic school. My child could go to a Catholic school, right? Like there's these moments of evangelization that 
it's like the tip of the spear, the periphery, the edge, where you're just touching people. And that initial touch allows a deeper relationship, but you have to have that touch first. And uh, I really find it uh, exciting because we're, I'm able to do that with so many people. The software allows me as one person to manage all of these connections in this one aspect for the Diocese of Venice. You know, I oftentimes think that I'm probably the person who has the most everyday ongoing contact with people in the diocese, right? But not just a type of, a type of connection, but it's right. an amazing sort of breadth of connection of representation for the diocese and obviously for God, for the kingdom of God. And to give you a scope of what, you know, Father Jeff uh, has set up, uh, you know, in any given year, he's sending uh, upwards and beyond a million emails and text messages to thousands of, uh, of people um, over the course of, of, you know, several months. And so, so that volume is also what has helped uh, kind of what I like to say is, is kind of break through the noise, uh, sort of get through the fog, because people are busy. They have uh, a lot of things tugging at their uh, attention um, and a lot of emails coming into their email box. And, uh, you know, you have to repeat, repeat, repeat in order to break through. And um, he set up the system that helps that to happen. Tremendous, tremendous. It, you know what? One, so many things strike me. Obviously, tremendous communication, tremendous use of of technology, um, and and the fact that this information has probably been available to every diocese, every parish, every school, but maybe not centralized in the way that you now have it at your fingertips for the mm -hmm. use of all of the schools, right? And and I, I I started my career working at a parish and and I've worked for Catholic schools and a diocese. So I've kind of seen kind of all aspects of this. And um, there, there is a sense in some dioceses where we don't want to push the parishes to share all their information or or to kind of make certain things optional. But when your, your bishop clearly had a vision to bring everybody together through technology, and now Catholic schools and the children, the families, the diocese are benefiting through the use of that collaboration mm -hmm. and the use of those communication tools. Just tremendous. Yeah. So, and there's also really um, interesting new edges that we can pursue, right? These are opportunities. So as we get better clarity on our data, and the data of our students who come into our schools, because we have this together, I now can say in our schools, who's our parishioner and who's not. So it can become an evangelizing tool backwards for the parish. Right. Like the parish could say, oh, I want to be able to do outreach to these families now. Right. So there's th this is all new. Right. It takes real steps and incremental steps to do this. But you begin to see, wow, this is a project that can leverage outward and in deeper ways throughout the diocese, diocese in terms of our parish and our schools. It's very, that's very, very exciting. What kind of local training did you need to do with the schools to be able to work with you in this program, Father Jeff? 
Well, you mean initially if or it, yeah well, uh, I, well, yeah i mean yeah, so, well, that's a that's a good point yeah well yeah. when you first came in i'm sure you had to set up some new systems or bringing in salesforce we're yeah. going to be looking at enrollment in a different way how, right. how did those conversations go and, and what was the kind of the implementation like so i would say that's it's sort of an organic ongoing process so obviously first i got all the data at the diocesan level and then each of the schools is different in terms of how they work in terms of their own enrollment picture. They have different practices. I've tried to spend times building up relationships, trust with them. And so we have different levels of that right now in the schools. We have four schools who are intimately involved in the software, who actually use it to text their parents, to do communication with their parents. And then we have a couple schools that are not that far along, right? Uh, we have some, some parishes that will share their data and then other parishes that won't give you your, the religious data, right? And so that I I worked in five different parishes now or uh, dioceses, and I find that very common across all the dioceses. And so it takes one since the vision at the top, but also you have to just kind of keep working away with the schools to show the results. Our results in Venice, thirty percent growth in three years. Like it's stunning, right? It and is. so that that comes about from a variety of, of different strategies. This is one of them, and they're all stacked together to make that happen. It's not happening in any other diocese. So it's pretty amazing. Tremendous. Father Belmonte, they must be asking you at these superintendents' meetings how you're doing, what you're doing. Are you sharing some of this uh, this great work with you you're doing around the country? For a price, Jim. <laughs> uh, yes, I've had some interest, uh, some consultation, but sure. I would love to see a heck of a lot more. Yeah, so, maybe the word has uh, sure. Got, we're, yeah. we're uh, you know, we like to do these sorts of uh, uh, interviews and uh, kind of getting the word out. Um, sure. Because, as I like to say, if I can figure it out, we can figure it out. Other people can figure it out, and so some of it is just. Um, putting a few things together and having kind of uh, uh, a little bit of vision, like you said, you know, the, the bishop has been behind us hundred uh, percent with this. And so that obviously helps. Um, but um, you know, what we've been able to set up are, you know, some meetings with principals and admissions directors uh, doing some of the training, uh, having father Jeff come in and go, literally school to school and go into their um, school offices, uh, talk to them about how to use the, uh, the database, um, uh, what sort of admissions processes you need, the kinds of follow-up, all those sort of basic things. And so um, you have to have some of those things in place in order to, uh, to get this going. Um, so, uh, so yeah, I, you know, uh, a, a lot of dioceses could, uh, could adopt some of these practices and, and see the same sort of results, I believe. Um, so it's not, uh, you know, just the Diocese of Venice. I mean, we, we are, you know, especially blessed in, uh, in Florida with the tax credit scholarship program, uh, which is now a universal school choice program. And so there are no financial limitations uh, to uh, families that can apply for and get the, uh, the scholarship. And so this past year, so we had built, uh, Father Jeff and I had built over time with the schools um, about a 40 to 45 percent 
tax credit scholarship uh, recipients among our Catholic school students, right? So we're at about about 45%, I'd say, um, over the last few years. We doubled it over the last few years to get it to 45. And then with the universal school choice, um, still finishing crunching the numbers on this, but it's looking like we're gonna be between 80 and 90% of our students receiving the tax credit scholarship. So um, so as I said, you know, I kind of lob the uh, the balls into the strike zone for Father Jeff to hit out of the, out of the park. Um, and it's made even easier by uh, the state of Florida uh, making all these resources available for people so that when you're talking to them, uh, you know, a lot of those barriers, financial barriers are just not there. So, um, so we've really benefited from that. Um, I like to say that, uh, that, you know, having schools with 80 to 90% tax credit scholarship students uh, has added uh, a financial stability to our schools that may not have been there previously. So, um, so there are a lot of benefits and kind of uh, uh, consequences to this that, uh, you know, some of them are even unexpected. So, so as John said, I think there's like three aspects that uh, are important for our growth or can talk, we can speak about our growth. First, the first one is working on enrollment, the way we've been, how we've been doing outreach, primarily what I've been doing. And this year we're gonna focus on four schools and help them with <coughs> enrollment goals. Like, so I'm gonna work more in it, um, not just with the diocese, but with schools themselves in, in their kind of processes on site. So that's the first one. The second one, John just talked about the affordability of Catholic schools. We, this year, I'm tremendously excited because we can message that everybody coming to our schools basically will be eligible for an $8,000 scholarship. So that is what, that's what the tax credit gives them. And wow. then we can also stack other scholarship opportunities. There's a couple, you know, a parish discount or something from the diocese or other things, but it makes it a tremendously different calculation now for a family. So if this, if the grade school tuition is $10,000, they're bringing eight right out of the gate, right? So now we're talking about 2000, how do we manage that? I'm excited to be able to promote that to everybody. The last number of years, we had to see if people qualify. Now it's not a question of qualifying, it's universal. So all these new families moving to Florida, they're all possible. I wanna let them know that. So that's the second one. The third one, John is, is not speaking enough about his role is about the mission of a Catholic school and what we deliver, right? So we can have, you know, great outreach, great affordability, but we have to be attractive. In a sense, we have to have a great brand, if you will, right? Not that we might want to think of it that way, but the point of fact is that our schools have to be able to be innovative. They have to be clear about what they're doing, how they're speaking about God, how they're forming their children. And there's been great work done by John with that in Venice. So it's like all these pieces that work together to make you know, us grow 30%. The irony is we're almost at zero capacity in our schools now. So that's a crazy really? problem to have, right? John, I don't know what, wow. what, what would you say about 98, 98%. 98%. It's hard. We have wait lists in every school wait lists in multiple grades. It's, it's pretty remarkable. Tremendous. And, and it, it would be, it would be every superintendent's dream across the country to have that problem, right? To, right? I mean, it's not a problem. It's an opportunity. 
But yeah. it is a situation that I'm sure you that you would probably be able to count on your hand if there's other places like that in the country. I'll, I'll add two other things, um, and Jim, that uh, you know was really um, kind of leadership at the kind of principal and school level is that uh, you know people. Uh, families responded to our schools very positively because we managed the uh, pandemic extremely well and they knew it. And so we saw any number of public school families who came over to the Catholic school because they knew how well we were handling the pandemic. Um, and so, so that was a big thing. And so we actually saw as part of the enrollment surge uh, families who responded very positively to the way we managed the uh, pandemic. And then the second thing is, um, you know, Hurricane Ian. Uh, it was devastating for uh, significant parts of the diocese. Uh, and we also managed that. I'll say, you know, the, the principals and the, uh, and the school leadership managed that uh, extremely well. Um, and so we saw that. And so, again, kind of back to Father Jeff's point about the brand, um, you know, the reputation of the schools as responsive to families, the, the uh, reputation of the schools as meeting people's needs, um, all those things uh, contribute to, you know, having a, a very strong reputation in the area. And those two major crises, uh, we were able to, through a lot of hard work and, uh, and uh, people, you know, really rolling up their shirt sleeves and, and, uh, and helping people, um, you know, helped with the overall effort. And so, yeah, so we've been very clear about goals and how to work off of goals. And we've seen that, uh, that help to clarify and focus. Um, but uh, the other part of it is just, um, you know, how well our, our leadership has responded. I would imagine with all the fact that your schools are so full and cash is, is not an issue as it is in some parts of the country, that allows for innovation, that allows for maybe a better fundraising environment yep. and allows to, for other new programs and like yeah. STEAM and other things to, to flourish. Right. So, yeah. So we have the only K-12 uh, stream program mm -hmm. uh, at every school at every grade level in the country, is to, to my knowledge. And so that's an initiative coming from the bishop. And that's something, again, that uh, would make the schools uh, even more attractive, right? And mm -hmm. so that's, uh, that's a real big deal. And then the other thing uh, that, I, that I think is really a great accomplishment for our schools um, and is something that, uh, you know, the bishop uh, approved and wanted is, you know, we're able to take a lot of these resources and then reinvest them in the last two years into our teachers. And so we were able to increase teacher salaries across the board, uh, pre-K through 12 uh, at all of our schools uh, to try to get to the goal of having our teachers be compensated at 90% of local public school districts. And so we were able to do that over the last couple of years uh, with reinvesting some of these resources back into our teachers. And that's been, uh, you know, that's been a real big thing and a, and a big accomplishment um, that, uh, you know, just helps with morale, helps, uh, uh, helps us to be competitive in the market. Um, you know, a lot of those things is sort of a whole kind of all kinds of benefits with that. The teacher attention. Teacher, teacher attention, attention, I was going to say, yeah. 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 So all those things, you know, really have helped. And, um, you know, the enrollment efforts really are the first part of it. Uh, I like to talk about the three-legged stool of enrollment, uh, planning, planning for the future, and then fundraising, right? Um, and so we're, we're working on all three of those things at the same time, 
um, and having the enrollment well in place is just a huge, huge thing. And so uh, being able to say we're at 90%, 98% capacity around the diocese is uh, remarkable. So we also need to expand. We need to you know, make um, you know, more seats available. And are there, that was one of my questions, being at 98% capacity, there must be some conversation around the diocese about either an expansion or a new school, or have you gotten to that point? Oh yeah, no, would, those, are, those are discussions I have uh, with the bishop, uh, a lot of interest from uh, parents, uh, different parts of the diocese, uh, even some of the pastors have uh, gotten into the, the conversation. And so, so yeah, we have to, uh, we have to respond to this. And so we've got uh, we've got plans to uh, to uh, expand and and, uh, and increase uh, the number of seats and the capacity, um, and so it's just uh, it's going to take some time and some money to do that. Excellent, Brother Jeff. Anything else from you as far as uh, the process and how you've been working with the different dioceses to uh, to help increase enrollment? Yeah, so I'm I'm doing this work in the diocese of Saint Pete. Um, uh, Tampa, they've just kind of kicked it off. So we've just had the first year of it and the target schools we worked at, we were able to see 10 to 20% enrollment growth in those schools. Um, it's a different situation than Venice, much larger. And, um, but again, very excited because of the tax credit situation up in the diocese of Joliet, we're having our most successful year ever. We're going to scholarship over 900 students, raise $6 million there using the tax credit program. Um, I think that that situation is 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 probably akin to many others across the country where the tax credit is not universal, where you have to do some fundraising to get the tax credit and where school enrollment is not growing, but it's shrinking. So um, school choice uh, is really important. Right. And so being to be able to help with those nascent programs to grow them, really exciting. So there's, there's different flavors across our country is what I say in the school choice movement, right? They're not all, all the same. The, the, the personally, for me as a Jesuit, you know, in the last uh, four or five years, I've raised almost 8,600 scholarships. And that's kind of a huge number. And I, I, admit I like the personal contact. So doing 8,600 obviously is not personal. Um, it's like $63 million, right? But what really touches me is when I get notes back of grateful parents who are able to come to our schools, right? Who are able to stay in our schools, um, who've been welcomed in our schools. Uh, so it makes me, um, you know, I feel the work as very much evangelizing in our world of what our, what our church, or the best of what our church wants to do in a sense, and how our schools can be a part of that. It's 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 tremendously exciting, right? Um, even though it involves data, you know, databases, algorithms, all these other kind of things. In the end, it's about people connecting with people. So. It's about and it also it also provides. I mean, I'm glad that Father Jeff mentioned the number because uh, you know uh, his work and what we've been working on, uh, you know, has objective. Uh, objective numbers that you can look to, look to as success. So, you know, without the work that we do, those 8,600 plus uh, students may not be in, in Catholic schools. And so that's a huge thing just in general. Um, but it's also the hope that people get of seeing um, some of the success 
uh, I was literally just out for lunch yesterday in Venice and this uh, woman came up to me uh, after she left her table as she was leaving and, uh, and, and talked to me. She said she knew me and I said, I didn't know her. And she said, oh no, I know what you guys are doing in, uh, with the Department of Education. And I said, okay. And she said, oh, no, it's it's fantastic. And I'm so grateful. Thank you so much for for all the good work uh, in, you know, the enrollment, the uh, building the schools, all these sorts of things. And so it really is, uh, uh, you know, gratifying to see, um, you know, what all of this does and says uh, to, you know, just kind of your uh, regular parishioners. And this was a this was a grandma uh, who was just, you know, very happy with uh, the, with the work that we're doing and, and knew about it. So. Well, having uh, met many families over the years, I worked in two different dioceses in Catholic education. And sometimes the difference between a Catholic education and a public education can make a, a huge difference in a young person's life and getting mm -hmm. the high, not, not just this, obviously the community and the spirituality, which is the centerpiece, but obviously the high quality education and the caring mm -hmm. environment and the nurturing environment that helps them achieve uh, their absolute best. Amen. The, the, other, the other piece of gratitude is just simply to say that, uh, obviously you see John and I, not only priests, but Jesuits and the Society of Jesus, you know, in a sense, were available as Jesuits to the diocese, which I, I think is great. I think, yeah. you know, that the society is in, uh, is, has a vision and it's rather large and it includes Venice, which is great, you know, right? So, so we're all part of a bigger church, which is great. We are. Well, Father Jeff, Father John, I want to thank you both for joining me today. This was a great conversation. I'm, I'm sure that um, there will be a lot of different folks that will listen to this and say, boy, I've got to get in touch with these guys and find out what they did. So I'll leave your contact information, if that's okay, in the show notes of this episode. And uh, once again, thank you for all you're doing in the Diocese of Venice, Father Jeff, beyond uh, the Diocese of Venice, and for the families that you serve in Catholic education. Thank you. Thanks, Jim. Blessing. Thank you so much. God bless. Well, that's our show this week. I want to thank you, our listeners, for joining me on today's show. I hope you found this conversation valuable and that it has in some way inspired you to take action to advance the mission of our church. And if this is your first time listening to Advancing Our Church, I hope you're going to stick around and subscribe. You can find us on all places where you download your favorite podcasts. You can find us on YouTube. You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And for more information about our show, please visit us at Advancing advancingourchurch.com. And once again, many thanks to our sponsor, Changing Our World. You can find a link to their website in the show notes of this episode. Well, that's it for me, everybody. I hope you're having a terrific week. We'll see you next time. Take care and God bless.